right. Welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of the Happy Hour Sports Talk. My name is Justin Keene, and I'm joined alongside with one of my good friends, Justin Jordan. Justin, how are you tonight? Pretty good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm uh, really excited for this football season, and I'm sure you are as well. Absolutely. It's been way too long without football. We're we're about we're at week three of the um, the preseason right now, and I'm just itching to get back to kickoff. Regular season's actually two weeks away from today, time of this episode when we record. So uh, I'm really ready. I'm excited. I know you are. Absolutely. We got, we got some hot takes. We got a. Uh, <laughs> We hopefully got the Pats repeating as Super Bowl champs, but we'll dive into that a little later. Oh, yeah, let's go, Pats. Um, so on our inaugural episode, this is going to be a NFL season preview. We're going to talk about divisions. We're going to talk about some rookie of the year, offensive, offense and defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and MVP picks. So um, let's just jump right into it. And we could obviously start off with the AFC East. So I'm looking at the odds right here for the AFC East. And obviously the Patriots are minus 500 is what I'm looking at right now. And we got the Jets coming in second. We got the Bills and we got the Dolphins. So, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer that the Pats are going to win the division. They have probably the weakest division in all football to play in. Um they play six teams. So they pretty much have six guaranteed wins a season. But, you know, it's NFL. Anything can happen. Um, do you see anybody really standing in the Patriots' way this year and taking home and uh, getting in their way of winning another AFC East Division title? Uh, no, not really. Um, see anybody standing in the Pats' way. Uh, the Bills and the Jets will definitely be a little better. I think one of them could sneak into a wild card spot. But, uh, the Dolphins will finish out the ball. They're going to be garbage, but I have the Pats winning the East. Yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Um, I kind of expect the Pats to win like 11 or 12 games this season, maybe 13, depending on how they get going. Um, they got a, they lost Gronk, so that's going to be a big blow. But they also added um, a couple veteran tight out, oh, veteran tight end of Ben Watson. Ryan Izzo could be a potential uh, breakout candidate at the tight end position. They also got Jacoby Myers, who is a, a uh, young receiver up and coming, and obviously got Edelman back. And Josh Gordon coming back is huge. Also, the addition yeah. of Demarius Thomas. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Uh, Bills and the Jets will um, contend with them a little bit. I can see one of them sneaking in. And I know that you and me have a a, um, a little wager on who finishes higher between the yeah. Bills and the Jets. <laughs> it's going to be the Jets. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I kind of agree with you now. Over the past oh, couple weeks, oh. I've kind of been hearing some hype about. It's a shame about... that's already locked in. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, um, I've been kind of hearing some hype about the Jets and kind of getting aboard that train. And I mean, we'll see. The Jets added yeah. Le'Veon Bell, second year for uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, but they all, the Bills also have a pretty stout defense, and. Mm-hmm. 
they have they've added a couple weapons for Josh Allen. And also his second year, he showed promise at the end. But I would definitely give the Pats uh Pats the division mm-hmm. title easy, no problem. And I definitely agree. Dolphins, um I feel like they might surprise some people this season though, because they got Josh Rosen. Yeah, it depends on how um Rosen does honestly, because I feel like Fitzpatrick will only last a few weeks, and, yeah, and then Rosen will come in, and then but basically the Dolphins are like the AFC team of the Cardinals, so like he's basically like in the same spot, pretty much. Yeah, so I mean he didn't really change much. He yeah. just went from Arizona to Miami. So yeah, he's I mean, I'd much rather. He's I'd much rather like, go to South Beach. Sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. In a couple of years though, the Dolphins, who knows, they could be good, but. That's yep. neither here nor there. Who gives a fuck about the Dolphins, honestly? Like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Pats will probably lose in Miami, but... They will, They play the second week of the season, yeah. though, at yeah. Miami. They, they always start off rough, though, the Pats. That is true, but right now they're 3-0 in the postseason, so hopefully with the win next week, uh, 19-0 still alive. So hopefully <laughs> they, the Pats can get a nice win opening night against the Steelers. Yep. Then head down to Miami... Get a get a dub down there, and just uh, keep the train rolling. Yep, for sure. Um, all right, so we both definitely agree on the Patriots. Yep. So let's move to the AFC North now. This division is, in my eyes, going to be one of the most <clears throat> competitive divisions in the AFC this year. You have three teams at the top: the the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, who all could finish one, two, and three. And then you got the Bengals, bottom dwelling. They're probably going to be the worst team in the AFC this year. Um, they kind of, if I were them, I would, I would definitely tank for either Tua or uh, what's the guy's fucking name from Clemson? Uh, he isn't eligible to enter the draft. Oh, true. That's a fact. J- Jake Fromm is in the draft. Oh, uh, that's facts. Um, there's so, yeah. the Oregon QB. I forget his yeah. name, but Justin Hebert, Herbert, whatever yeah, his yeah. name is, he's pretty good too. Um, so yeah, I feel like the Bengals will definitely be tanking for a quarterback. So we can. Uh, it's kind of tough to pick who's going to win that division. Um, right now, looking at the odds for it, I believe the Brown are currently on my side. While I'm looking at the Browns are at plus one twenty. Steelers at plus 195, Ravens at plus 295, and honestly, all three of those teams could finish first. What were the Steelers again? The Steelers' odds were plus 195. They were second. Second. Yeah. Right. Those those odds, like, kind of shock me a little, like, with how, like, everyone is, like, ranking those three teams. That's very true. Um, I feel like a lot of hype is around the Browns this season, and I am definitely a doubter in the Browns yeah, this year. I am I'm going to be honest with you. There's too much hype around that team, and they got a new coach, Freddie Kitchens, who rookie head coach, doesn't really know what he's doing, and he has a lot of egos to manage in uh, Baker, Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Odell. They also got David Njoku. They got Nick Chubb, second year, who should come out strong. And they also have uh, Kareem Hunt coming back week nine. So he's missing eight games. He'll be rested, ready to go. You got to think he's going to have a little uh, vengeance um, when he hits the field. But they could have a deadly backfield with Chubb and Hunt. And Baker, 
a lot of hype around him. He's kind of a cocky asshole. I mean, that's just how he is. Um, he's kind of like Johnny Manziel 2.0 in my eyes. But the who Baker? Yeah, yeah. He he roasted your new future QB in the Giants. Yes, he did. And uh, <laughs> I shared that tweet with you. Uh, I shared that tweet with the group. And I was like, dude, he should just fucking worry about his own team. Like, he, <laughs> he goes, I forget what their record was last year. They didn't even have a winning record. And now he acts like he's, like, the next Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, slow your old baby. Seven and nine last year. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it well, was, they had a good season for the Browns. Like, yes. Not for the NFL. No, no. So, I mean, it's definitely – the Browns are definitely uh, on the come up. Their defense is also really solid. They have a couple stars on D. And, I mean, they got a lot – there's just too much hype around them. And I just don't think they can live up to it. I feel like week five or six is when they'll start to collapse. And who knows, that that could turn into a downward spiral real bad. Um, we also got the Steelers who lost their – two of their stars and Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. And honestly, it seems like they lost those guys for the better because the whole Antonio Brown thing with the helmet, that's just a fucking, fucking mess. So, I mean, it's probably good that he's out of Pittsburgh and Le'Veon Bell was sat out last year for some money, went to the Jets. So kind of like addition by subtraction in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be like, He's ready to step into that number one role. Yeah. And Big Ben is, is Big Ben. He's a vet. Yeah. James Conner is also ready to uh, yeah, step ho- in. Hopefully he back. can keep up, like, what he did last year. Yeah. They also have, like, a good backfield, like, besides that with, like, Jalen Samuel. And exactly. And a few uh, signings for wide receiver, too. They drafted a rookie wide receiver. His name is escaping me right now, but. The Steelers are the Steelers are still a good team. Their coach Mike Tomlin's a little shaky at points, but I definitely uh I feel like they they're probably the most experienced team in that division. Yeah, I was sure. to say. And we also got the Baltimore Ravens, who last year they won the division, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won that division. Um. <clears throat> Behind Lamar Jackson, they swapped out Lamar Jackson for Joe Flacco halfway through the season, and Lamar got them to the playoffs. Now, granted, when they did get to the playoffs, they didn't really do that much. They got like they got less than like fourteen points in that wild card game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they also got a couple new weapons this season. They added Mark Ingram, who is a freaking beast, yep. and that'll take some pressure off Lamar. And Lamar is also um, developing more of a passer Yeah, this season. That's like a big X factor right there. I'm not really a big believer in the Ravens. If they do, if they do like make it to the playoffs or win the division, it'll like mostly be because of the defense unless yeah. he can like really pick up uh, passing. Yeah. They also added uh, Earl Thomas too, who's an elite, elite safety. So, if you had to pick one team to win this division, who do you think you would lead with? Uh, I think the Steelers will win the division. Like you said, addition by subtraction. And I also think that the Browns are overhyped. There's a lot of uh, egos in that locker room. Uh, Who knows if they'll be able to, like, put it together. I feel like they could maybe, like, be a wild card team as well. But... Uh, yeah, the Steelers winning. I'm not a huge fan in the Ravens. And then 
the Bengals obviously are gonna be terrible. <laughs> AJ Green is out, and it's basically just uh, what's his name in the backfield? What Joe Mixon? Yeah, Joe Mixon. guy. So that's basically all they have on offense, and their defense is terrible. They lost perfect, and then that's true. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be terrible. So yeah, I have the Steelers. Juju is a top. few extra uh, pickup with Moncrief and they already had James Washington who's up and coming so I feel like they'll be all set and James could uh, keep up the work that he did last year and that even if he didn't Jalen Samuels is pretty good so yeah I'm going Steelers all right I agree with you I would definitely have to pick the Steelers if I had to make a pick um, I could see the Ravens sneaking in as a wild card team and but that's depending on how other teams in the conference do in the Browns. Do you think the Browns will finish above the Ravens? I don't know. That's kind of tough. Um, I mean, I feel like they could make tie records. Honestly, they could both go yeah, like. I feel like they'll be like pretty even. They could both I feel go like eight and eight, nine be, and seven. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say around that five hundred. Uh, I don't know. That division's tough. I mean, that division, they always play each other tough, and there's always kind of dirty games when uh, when they play each other, but I definitely have to give most experience to the Steelers, and probably next most experience to the Ravens, just because the Ravens have been there, done that. Um, their coach is experienced. They got a good D. L. Thomas has been on a Super Bowl winning team, and just the Browns, like we said, too much hype, but who knows? Maybe they could shock shock everybody yeah. and just take it by storm and go off. But that's uh, – I don't really see that happening all too much. Yeah, I feel like they're like a year from now. Like next year I could see the Browns winning the division. Yeah, but definitely. Maybe not so much this year. I don't really see it. Yeah, not this year. Um, too, too much egos, too much stuff to deal with. Um, all right, let's move on to the AFC South. So this division, I feel like, has a lot of uncertainty. And there's two teams here that kind of stand out to me in the the Colts and the Texans. And then the Jaguars and the Titans are kind of question marks this season. Um, Last year, the Texans won the division. And the Colts were a wild card team. And the Colts absolutely went into Houston and stomped all over them. They kicked their fucking ass. Yeah, and I want to say that the Colts. <clears throat> um, I want to give I want to give the edge to the Colts this year. They got Andrew <laughs> Luck coming back, who could be a force in this it, league. He could potentially miss some time, though. That is very true. His ankle is uh, kind of fucking him up a little bit. But yeah, it. I have the Texans. Really? So, yeah. That, only because of the luck thing, basically. I would have gone Colts, but it's not looking good right now. Like, it's kind of like a, like almost like it was two years ago. Like when they were when the Colts were like, "Oh, he's going to be coming back. He'll be fine." And then he didn't play the entire season. So that to me, like, puts the Texans above them. They've obviously got nasty wide receivers, and their defenses. Very good, so 
Interesting, interesting. Um, let me try to pull up the odds right here. If I can, give me one. Um, what do you? How do you feel about the Titans? The Titans, Mariota. Like if he does, if he doesn't like play like better than he, I feel like he's out. I feel or like he's kind of an average. He's an average yeah, quarterback. Like, yeah, like very, very average. And then the defense isn't that good. Um, yeah, I feel like they'll finish last. And then the Jaguars will definitely be better than last year. They oh, got yeah. Nick Foles. The so defense is still the, solid. Um, yeah, the defense is like the best one in the – arguably the best one in the league. Yeah. So, as long as uh, Nick Foles can live up to, like, what he did in Philly, because he has been a starting quarterback before, and he sucked. So, <laughs> like, he was god-awful, and then he had to go back to being a backup. So, if he can, like, actually, like, play well, it's obviously a huge upgrade over Blake Bortles. So, they I feel like a dark can, horse. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely a dark horse team. Um so I'm looking at the odds right now for the AFC South. We have the Colts coming in at minus 110, Texans plus 285, Jaguars plus 400, and Titans plus 650. So those odds kind of speak for themselves. Um, Vegas definitely sees the Titans as the worst team in the division. I would agree with that. Like you said, Jaguars definitely should be better than they were last year. Um, yeah. But I could, see, I could still see them finishing third. And then Texans and Colts is kind of a toss-up. It kind of depends on the health. Yeah, it's like solely on luck. I would have chose the Colts if it wasn't for that, but he like kind of sketches me out right now. That's very true. Uh, He's definitely worth a late-round flyer in fantasy, I would say, because he has the talent. He He has a good team around him. They got arguably a top-ten receiver in T.Y. Marlon Mack is going to be a force in that backfield this year. And their defense has gotten a little bit better over the past couple of years. Yep, they um, had the defensive rookie of the year last year. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so, my pick is the Colts, and you said your pick is the Texans. So, that should be something to uh, keep an eye out for in regards to our picks. Um, all right, let's move on to the AFC West. Now, this division has two very top-heavy teams in the Chiefs and the Chargers. And then the Raiders and the Broncos are kind of, like, rebuilding, sort of say, in a way, I would yeah. say. Um, I see the Broncos finishing last. I could see the Raiders finishing last, honestly. Really? Yeah. I feel, yeah. I, I mean, I won't, I'm not going to argue that. Like, they definitely could. But, like, they're in a way, like, they're kind of like the Browns without the egos, basically. Like, they have a lot of upcoming people. They just got A.B. He's obviously an ego, but... He might not even play. Like, he's... Yeah, yeah. He's being like, a well, baby back bitch. <laughs> um, they also got rookie running back Josh Jacobs, who is ready to take yeah. on the lead role. Marshall Lynch is gone. And yeah. I think he's going to be the bell cow back for them. They also got Jalen Rashard, who's more of a pass catcher, third down type of guy. 
Um, I feel like this year is a make-or-break year for Derek Carr, honestly. Yeah, now that he has the weapons, they can't really use it, like, as an excuse anymore that he, like, sucks. They also got Tyrell Williams from the Chargers. That's very true. Um, They have a rookie tight end. I forget his name right now. Fucking, like, it's, like, Wallard or something. Yes, he, I feel like he's going to be a beast, and Antonio Brown's going to get a lot of the coverage. And I feel like Waller could kind of get some of those catches. He'll be one on one with some linebackers, and he could beat the bat. He could beat those backers. Um, but yeah, this is definitely make or break year for Derek Carr. Like, Gruden's yeah. in year two of ten right now, so he's trying to set himself up. And yeah. he potentially might want to draft a quarterback, but next yeah. season. But he's also good with QB. So now, if he develops Carr with Brown and, like you said, Williams an upgrade for what they had before they could uh could make some noise but i kind of see them finishing last in that division um mm-hmm. i would say the broncos would finish third solely just because the chiefs and the chargers are that much better than them um broncos added flacco this season who is a veteran and he's not elite as many <laughs> people want to argue that he is Joe Flacco is elite as fuck. No fucking way. You're you're high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's definitely better than what they had last year in Case Keenum. But it's still Joe Flacco. and They don't really have a lot of weapons around him. Philip Lindsay, sophomore year running back. He's a freaking beast. He's a bell cow. They got Manny Sanders off an ACL coming in. Definitely going to be the wide receiver one there. They also got Cortland Sutton, and yep. I believe they, they, they got Deshaun Hamilton. Yeah, um, so, oh, yeah those oh. are good, but I don't know if I believe in uh, in Flacco. Not but yet. they have their QB of the future, and um, what's his name? No, um, what's his name? Fuck. Oh, I can look at their something. Roster. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. That's what it is. So. Yeah. I feel like he has a lot of potential. And then they have the weapons there already, so and their defense is not as good as it used to be, but it's definitely up there in defenses. They have arguably one of the best players in the league on uh yeah. Vaughn Miller, so leading that leading yeah. the defense, but I would definitely have them finishing third. Um and then it brings us to the Chiefs and the Chargers. And the Chiefs were the most explosive offense last year behind Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Tyreek Hill was a freaking beast. Um had him on my fantasy team, he was fucking nasty. But Andy Reid, you know, Andy Reid has a good track record, but he doesn't really get the job done. I mean mm-hmm. he always has good teams on the regular season and stuff, but Playoffs come, and he just can't get over the hump. I mean, last year they lost in the AFC Championship game at home to the Pats, which that game was fucking nuts. That I, my heart yeah. was racing watching <laughs> that game. Um, and so, I mean, Mahomes is still a stud. Tyreek Hill is still a top receiver in the league. Travis Kelsey, who is arguably the top tight end. And... Yeah. They got uh, Damian Williams running back this season, who I feel like he is going to have a good year. I mean, he's a top back with the best offense in the league, but if it, when it comes down to it, 
I just don't think the Chiefs can repeat as the, as much success as they did last season. They kind of just exploded last year. Like Mahomes f- exploded for 51 or however many touchdowns he had. Like I don't think he's going to repeat that. There's yeah. a lot of tape on him he, this season. Even if he like know. even if he regressed like a little bit, like it, he would still be like a nasty quarterback. Yeah. But um I feel like getting over the was more on like Alex Smith getting over the hump because like he can never get out of the first round they went to the AFC championship last year um and basically like what was Mahomes' rookie season like I don't really count that first season because he only played week 17 but uh now that he has a little bit under his belt I feel like they can maybe get over the hump yeah um I feel like the the Chiefs are still still the best team in the conference besides the yeah best. yeah they're definitely the best in the AFC yeah oh yeah for sure um, Mahomes is still developing he could be the next the next great thing and he could even do better than what he did last season but it should be uh, very interesting to see how the Chiefs go and then that brings us to the Chargers so Chargers are an interesting team um, I'm kind of a fan of the Chargers I like them low key. Uh, Philip Rivers slings it. He's a vet. He also can't get over the hump. Talk about guys who can't get yeah. over the hump. <laughs> um, I mean, they were secret. They were quietly a good team last year. They had they had weapons on offense and Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon. But two of those guys who I just met mentioned. Um, our, their status for opening day is definitely up in the air. Melvin Gordon yeah. is still trying to um, dispute his contract. And, I mean, he can't even stay healthy half the time. So, it should be interesting to see how that plays out. And Keenan Allen got hurt recently with a tweaked ankle, I believe. So, he's probably going to miss. Could miss week one. Yeah. And they also lost... Um... Derwin James, a pretty big piece on their defense for the at least like the first few weeks. So um, that's obviously a missing part. And then, as you said, Gordon, like who knows when he's going to come back. But at least they have other running backs to fill in. They have Justin Jackson and Eckler. So uh, they won't be hurting too much there, I don't think. But obviously Gordon would be a big piece to that. Yeah, they'll definitely be able to tread water if Gordon, uh, Gordon's holdout heads over into the season. So, looking at the odds right here, we got 150, Chargers plus 190. And we got a big jump to Oakland at plus 1100 and Denver plus 1200. So, I mean, you obviously kind of have to pick the Chiefs to win that division. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I feel like the Chargers could definitely be a wild card team again. They had like the mm-hmm. second best record in the conference last year, and they were the fifth seed. So I mean, that kind of speaks a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you still gotta pick the Chargers. There's just a couple question marks. I mean, you gotta pick the Chiefs. There's a couple question marks with LA, and the Chiefs are a more consistent team. I feel like, and as even if they if they do regress, they'll still be still be top top tier upper echelon of the conference yeah for sure uh, 
All right, let's move over to the NFC. So when you look at the two conferences in the NFL, the AFC is really top-heavy with the Pats and the Chiefs. And then the NFC is a wide, yeah, it's more wide, 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 it's wide the fuck open. I feel like we're going to have like very different answers for the, for the winners of these divisions. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, let's start off with the good old NFC East. This one is the easiest one. We'll probably have the same one for this one. <laughs> um, uh, I have the Eagles for this one. Explain that. Uh, well, first of all, they're clearly the best team in the division. The Giants blow. The Redskins blow. The Cowboys, I could see maybe winning it, but I definitely have the Eagles over them. The The Eagles, uh, they added Deshaun Jackson. Uh, they have a top defense in the league, and I feel like Carson Wentz is going to have a breakout year this season. Um, he obviously showed that he had MVP potential. Um two years ago, I believe it was, before he got hurt. Yeah. So, um, and then the Cowboys, I feel like last year was more of a fluky season. Um, obviously, the Zeke thing is an issue. Their backup running back isn't as secure as it is in, like, the Chargers is, so that could definitely affect them. And then... Um, ...himself. And yeah, that. What do you think about it? Um. So I feel like we both agree that the Skins and the Giants are gonna finish in the bottom half. Um, but if I had to make a pick, I would probably say Dallas, just because. I mean, also that's also very contingent on Zeke. If Zeke plays, he comes back. Definitely Dallas. And if he doesn't, probably Philly. Um, I kind of hate the Eagles. Just <laughs> I might be biased. Um, yeah, is that a biased take right there? And yeah, I mean it is also <laughs> the fact that they beat the Pats in the Super Bowl two years ago. So like, fuck Philly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Wentz obviously coming back, he has a lot to prove. But he's also very injury prone, which is can scare me. And also, I feel like they're I don't even know who their back quarterback is this season. So. Say if he goes down, they're they kind of they signed Josh McCown. I mean, <clears throat> he's he's a career backup. <laughs> like yeah, but when when he plays, like he's actually like kind of decent. He's that's at, like true. a long tenure in the NFL. Like very true. Backup. Um, I feel like Doug Peterson could kind of get them. He could get them on the right track, yeah. but if I ha- I, I would say Dallas just if Z comes back ready to go. Today he got offered um, a contract to be the second highest running back in the league behind Todd Gurley, and I feel like if he doesn't take that, he's stupid. Like that's the best they're gonna do. Also, like the whole Zeke situation is dumb because he has two years left on his deal, so he kind of has no he has no leverage in that situation. Dallas has all the leverage on him, but like I said. Um, if Zeke plays, I would put Dallas first, and I put the Eagles second. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Eagles could definitely still make the playoffs. I guess we'll make some noise. Um, Are you confident with like the Cowboys' defense at all? Because I feel like they're like, like middle of the pack type. 
I like their defense. Um, Vander Ash is going to be entering his second season, and they also just signed. They also just signed a linebacker to a big deal. <clears throat> I forget his name off the top of my head. Quite honest, to be honest with you. Oh, but... um, yeah, fuck yeah, I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, yeah. um, he'll be definitely motivated. He'll be want to want to show out. Um, their D line is still pretty solid, and the offensive line is still one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah, and that's... it's also it's also very dependent on Dak Prescott, who is entering his third season. NFL, I believe, and he kind of, kind of needs to prove himself if he wants to get that that big contract that he was trying to get. Mm-hmm. But also his second full, his his first full season with Amari Cooper, and he he could help develop Dak. But it also kind of it very much depends on Zeke. Like they're the three headed, their offense is built around those three, and if one of them is out yeah. and the other is yeah, suffer. Then, yeah, they're basically fucked. Yeah. So um, if you look at the odds on it, you have Eagles minus one ten, Dallas plus one forty, Redskins plus nine hundred, Giants plus twelve hundred. Now, as a Giants fan, I do not like sitting at the bottom, and um, I feel like I mean they don't really have anybody good on offense anymore besides Saquon and Shepard. Yeah. Shepard's going to be ready to go week one with his hand. They still got Evan Ingram, but they she- have fucking Eli. Yeah, Shepard as a number one I'm not really too confident in. And then, obviously, I think Evan Ingram is going to lead them in targets this season. They still got Golden Tate coming off. Of, uh, he'll be ready to go week five off of suspension. Don't forget about him. Yeah. But he's yeah, not number true. one type receiver. He's yeah. a slot guy. Expect- yeah, especially with Eli, too. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, definitely a, a wild card right there. Um, and then we got the Skins, who they were they were good for a little bit of the season. And then when, uh, when Alex Smith got hurt last year, they kind of fell off more. They also drafted Dwayne Haskins, who I thought the Giants should have taken at three, but you know, the yeah. Giants are dumb, <laughs> whatever. Um, Dwayne Haskins also plays the Giants two times a year, so he's going to want to burn them, and he's going to want to stick it to them. But I don't think he's going to be the starter right away. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's Case Keenum. Case Keenum for now, but I mean, yeah, they maybe drafted like a QB in the first the round. They're definitely going to uh, want to get him in. And they also got Darius Juice coming back off uh, off the ACL, and he's it's pretty much going to be his rookie year this year. He's going to be motivated. He's going to want to get going. But honestly, the Skins and the Giants will be battling for third all season. I yeah. feel like the Giants could quietly make some make some noise. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see the Giants finishing third. The The Redskins also have Trent Williams that's, like, sitting out, too. That's true. And the Patriots. It's yeah. a rumor that the Patriots are yeah, trying to get they, him. they offered, like, a first round for him, and they declined it. Yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of dumb on the Skins' part, but whatever. Do what you want to do, Washington. Um. All right, let's move. So, your pick for the NFC East is Philly. 
and my pick is Dallas. And also that division hasn't produced a back-to-back winner, back-to-back division winner for quite some time. And last year Dallas won. So very well following that trend could be the Eagles. Yep. So something to look out for. Um, all right, up next, <clears throat> we got the NFC North. And this division is very, very competitive this season. Three teams that could easily, easily potentially be the best team in the conference in the Vikings, Packers, and Bears. And I'm just going to save a step and say the Lions are going to finish last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think sure. that you agree. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so the division winner last year was the Bears, and that was mostly led by their defense. And Mr. Trubisky, third year developing, they got the right coach, it seems. Their defense is elite. But they also lost Jordan Howard, and they replaced him with David Montgomery, who's a rookie, and he looks like he's going to be the lead guy and leaving Tariq Cohen to be more of the third-down, pass-catching type of guy, which he's still nice. He was a good runner back last season. Um, Their weapons on offense, they still got Trey Burton, who's a middle-of-the-pack tight end. And I kind of forget what receivers. Oh, they have Robinson as their number one receiver. They have um, Miller, too, who is supposed to be, like, up-and-coming. I think he was a rookie last year. Yeah, Anthony Miller, I believe, is his first yeah. name. Um, so, I mean, the Bears are interesting. They, They're more of a defensive team, they, more of a run-the-ball type team. Yeah, they also drafted a, um, a running back to Montgomery. Yeah, David Montgomery. Like, when you think of the Bears ball, you think of, like, tough defense, run the ball. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like they're going to ask a lot of Mitch. Yeah, and he did, I'm he not did a big believer in Mitch. I mean, I still like him. He's solid. He showed some pretty good signs last season. Yeah. Hell, he almost beat the Pats when they played him. So yeah. he's, he's ran still all over into them. his third season. So yeah. there's definitely still some room for uh, improvement. Definitely. Um, next, we got the Packers, who Packers could easily be the best, one of the best teams in the conference. But last year, they greatly underperformed. And mostly because Rodgers wasn't fully himself last season. But now he's he's back. He's ready to go. He's got a head coach that he likes because he kind of drove McCarthy out of town last year. Um, I feel like Rodgers will have a lot to prove. He'll come out with a vengeance. And I could easily see him put up MVP-type numbers this year. As much as I hate to say, I'm not, I'm not the biggest <laughs> Packers fan. Yeah, fuck the Packers. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... Yeah, um... LaFleur, the new head coach, he's more offensive-minded, too, so I think that'll definitely help Rodgers. And Aaron Jones, too, who's yep. the starting running back. He's so. a beast. Yeah. And their defense is still kind of kind of solid. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're, so, I mean, the Packers have a lot of question marks. Yeah, they kind of need to prove themselves. Aaron Rodgers has been kind of, like, injury-prone the last few seasons. Um, obviously, like with like injuries that like basically like ended his season both years. So I feel like they could. He definitely has a lot to prove, and they've got he's got the weapons on offense to do it with him, and he's got the right coach behind him. So it should be interesting to see how the Packers do. 
Um, then that brings us to the Vikings. Now, the Vikings last year paid a shit ton of money to Kirk, and they greatly, greatly underperformed last year. This season, I feel like the expectations are still high, but it's not like they don't have a lot of hype around them. I mean, they, they don't have as much hype as they did last season. So the pressure will kind of be off, and Kirk Cousins really needs to uh, to prove why he was worth all that money. They still, I feel like they have the probably the best wide receiver duo in the whole NFL in Adam Thielen and Diggs. Thielen, my boy. Yeah, you're a big Thielen fan. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, that duo one-two is just is disgusting, and Kirk can definitely sling it. So it should be interesting to see how they do in year two of Kirk. They also got my boy Dalvin Cook leading the backfield, and he needs to stay healthy. Dalvin this year. Yeah, it's his year to stay healthy. Last year he was coming off of the ACL. Obviously, he did like still pretty well last year, but this year I feel like it will be a big jump. And that'll definitely help Kirk. Yes, that will. That'll take a lot of pressure off Cousins. They also um, lost Latavius Murray, but. I mean, if Dalvin can stay healthy, they have another. I have a solid backup behind him. Yeah, they drafted him, and the thing his name is like Matt Madison or something. Yep. So yeah, he's like I guess he's been doing well in um, in preseason. So hopefully he can keep it up during the regular season. Yeah, he can definitely. Uh, he can spell Dalvin when he needs a little breather. And they still have a solid defense. They have a solid line. They still got Xavier Rhodes, who's the top corner in the league. Um, so if you had to pick this division, what who do you think you would take? I'm going the Vikings. Wow, that um, is bold. Really, you think so? I don't think it's that bold. But uh, the reason why I think they're going to win the division is they have new offensive coaches which will help him. And then, like what I said with Delvin, I feel like he's going to take the next jump. And then the receivers obviously are insane, and their defense is, like, the top five defense in the league. So I feel like they definitely have the upper hand over the some regression with the Bears. Uh, I feel like their defense is going to regress. And their offense, I'm not a huge Trubisky guy. I feel like he isn't like, really a fr- their franchise guy, honestly. I feel like they're going to have to get rid of him soon. Wow. And, I feel like uh, he's their guy of the future, honestly. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I don't really see it. I feel like he'll be, like, a backup eventually. But, and then the Packers, I feel like they'll be about the same as usual. Um, fuck, Aaron Rodgers is getting older. Um the new head coach might help him out, but a coach can only do so much. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going Vikings. Wow. Um, I kind of want to take the Vikes, but I think I'm going to go with the Packers as my pick. Um, they're more experienced out of those teams. Rodgers is getting old, like you said, but he's also lost the ball out. He wants to prove that he's still top QB in the league. And, like, I'm anti-Packers, and I don't really like them, but I feel like they could kind of pull it off. Um, 
if you look at the odds right now for the NFC North, you have the Bears at plus 160, the Packers at plus 195, the Vikings plus 240, and the Lions plus 1,000. So definitely don't even touch the Lions there. Vikings are... Pat on the Lions. Pat on the Lions. I mean, the Vikings at plus 240, that's not a bad pick. Yeah. Packers. Wait. What what are the odds of the Packers and the Bears again? The Bears are plus one sixty, and the Packers are plus one ninety five. Uh huh. So, I mean, there's definitely the value pick is the Vikings. Um, yeah. But I'm just gonna take the Packers just based on Packers. their experience, and they got an elite quarterback, and he's got weapons this year, Devontae Adams. Marquez Valdez Scantling, Geronimo Allison. Um, their receivers are very deep. Aaron Jones is going to be a beast this year, a new coach. So should be interesting to see the race in the NFC North. Um, next up, let's go to the South. Now, this division also has three teams that are that could contend for the division title, and then the Bucks. Uh so we can kind of. I, th- I think this division is like the most competitive out of all of them. Yeah, I, I could even see like the Bucks maybe like doing better than like what everyone expected, but uh, I think they'll still finish last. Yeah, I mean they finished five and eleven last year, and I could kind of see them six and ten, seven and nine this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they'll definitely finish last, but Saints. Falcons, Panthers, those could all, three of those teams could all finish first, first, second, or third in any order. Uh, we got the Panthers, who disappointed a lot last season. Um, Cam Newton got hurt towards the end, and they kind of just underperformed. They started off really, really hot, and then they kind of just sizzled down, down the yeah, stretch. They, they yeah. lost, like, five or six in a row, yeah, I think, it, after after they won six in a row. Yeah, they uh, it just kind of that little uh, little sizzle off kind of really screwed their season up, and it really fucked them. But I mean, Cam Newton, if he can stay healthy, um, he is. I would say he's an elite QB, and I mean he's gonna wanna he's gonna wanna show out, ball out. Um, he just needs to stay healthy, really. His shoulder gave him issues last season. And actually tonight, I think he tweaked his ankle a little bit, getting tackled early in the first quarter. So it would be interesting to see how that develops. And I believe he was take, he was walking in a boot after the game tonight. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, they still got McCaffrey, who is a fucking beast. He's a pimp. Um, he's nasty. So, I mean... If, Cam stays healthy. Their defense is still solid. They got a good coach in Rivera. Um, Panthers are definitely a dark horse team to win that division, I would say. Then um, you got the Falcons, who the Falcons also disappointed a lot last year. I thought they were going to, I mean, after going to Super Bowl 51 and having a explosive team. Or actually, no, that was two years ago. Um, the Falcons kind of fell off last season as well. Matt Ryan didn't really live up to his expectations as much, and they have a lot of talent, but Falcons always have a way to kind of kind of blow it. Mm-hmm. And their defense is all right. 
it's solid, I would say. Yeah, last year on their defense, they lost, like, basically their whole defense in, like, the first two weeks. So yeah, they were battling injuries. Um, so hopefully all those guys come back healthy, and they play 13 of their 16 games in a dome. So, I mean, some people don't weigh the- that that much. Yeah, their coldest game is in San Francisco in December. Like, so they'll be playing no cold games, and if they make it to the until if they make it to the playoffs. Yeah, so I mean that's that's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like Matt Ryan, he's middle mid tier QB. He's a top QB in the league. Definitely not not an elite quarterback, but he's probably like right there, middle of the pack, mid tier. Um. He's still got a lot to prove. There's a lot of questions around him. He kind of has regrets after his MVP season a couple years ago. But he still has top receiver in the league in Julio, um, who openly said he's trying to get 2,000 yards. But, I mean, he hasn't thrown himself the ball. So it should be interesting to see how that goes. And he also didn't really get a lot of touchdowns last year. So, I mean, you can never really connect in the end zone with Matty Ice. But, they also have uh, Calvin Ridley, and they have Austin Hooper as a tight end, who I feel like will have a quietly good year this year. Um, yeah. Calvin Ridley, second year, kind of exploded a couple games last season where he went off. He was yeah, he quiet. had 10 touchdowns last year. Yeah, very quietly. Um, and they also have Devontae in the backfield. They lost Tevin. Your boy, yeah. Tevin. They lost know, him to yeah. the 49ers. Uh, um, if he can stay healthy, he's like a big X factor. He needs to stay healthy in order for them to have a good run game. Definitely. Um, he could be a bell cow, but they also got Ito Smith, who can spell him. So, I mean, but yeah, a lot a lot relies on uh, Devontae Freeman. All right, and then that brings us to the Saints. Now, the Saints last season were headed for the Super Bowl, one uh, no call away from potentially being in the Super Bowl, and that uh, Saints-Patriots Super Bowl would have been amazing. Definitely, If it wasn't for that one call. Yeah, that one call kind of fucked them up. But, I mean, they also – we, I kind of have told you how I stand on that, yeah, but I mean... Fuck, fuck that shit. It should have been game over. It should have been, but I mean, they still had to play the rest of the game, and they kind of let that call, uh, like, take the air out of them. But regardless, the Saints are back, ready to go. Um, they, last year, they finished 13-3. and three. Now, do I think that they repeat those numbers? I feel like I can see them going, like, 10-6. and six. 11-5, 12-4, something in that range. Um, Drew Brees is still an elite quarterback. They still got Alvin Kamara, who is a beast. They lost Ingram. So that's going to be interesting to see how the backfield works without him. There's going to be a lot of Kamara this season. Um, they still got Michael Thomas. They got Ted Ginn. Added Jared Cook this year as a weapon. Who That's actually a very underrated addition. If you think about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. He he did very well in uh in Oakland last year and now he's on a better offense now, so with a better quarterback. It can only help him. Yep. Um their defense is very solid, actually, if you think about it. They 
didn't really allow a lot of points last season. They allowed 353, which was pretty low across the board if you look at it. So they still have a top coach, definitely probably the second best coach in the league behind uh, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Sean Payton is definitely the second best coach in my eyes. And I mean, the Saints are still, Saints are the Saints, they're nasty. Um, if you look at the division odds, you see the Saints are the favorite at minus 180. I mean, rightfully so, they are defending champs. Then you got the Falcons at plus 375. You got the Panthers at plus 550. And you have the Bucks rounding it out at plus 850. Um, if I was going to bet this, I would kind of say I would probably put the Panthers just because the value's there. But if I'm going to pick it, I would have to say uh, give, me the, give me the Saints again. <laughs> They got a lot of experience. They got the best quarterback out of all all of that division. They have the best coach. They're the more well rounded team, and they the past two seasons they've kind of they've lost in the playoffs on like cheap ways, unfair ways, as you could say the the Minnesota the Minneapolis miracle that was kind of a fluky play. They were they should have gone to the title game that year, and then last year they lost on that no call. They should have been in the Super Bowl. So I mean. They're chomping at the bit, and they're slowly getting there, and Breeze, Breeze's time is almost up. So I feel like they're going to be gutted for it. They're going to be going for it. So I would my pick is the Saints to repeat as champs in the NFC South. All right. I have the Falcons. Ooh. Um, the reason I chose them is that because, one, they had a disappointing season last year. There was a bunch of injuries. Um, I feel like they'll definitely step it up. And then, as we said, uh, they play no cold games the entire season. So that is that, very true. That'll only help them. And then I feel like like the, the Panthers are a good team, but I feel like the only competition they really have is the Saints. And I think Breeze is like slowly declining a little bit. So I feel like the Falc- like uh, Matt Ryan's a little younger, so I feel like they'll pull out the division win this year. Interesting. So I have the Saints, you have the Falcons. That'll be something to watch for upcoming this season. Um, all right, moving on, we go to the NFC West. And I feel like this division is very lopsided. If you look at it, yeah. you have the Cardinals in the basement rebuilding new quarterback this year. Last year they finished new, three and new thirteen. Coach too. New coach, yeah. So it's gonna take them a little bit It'll to be get like to a year game. or two. Yeah. Um, I I personally could see Kyler being a bust. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I do. He too. hasn't he hasn't looked the greatest in preseason so far. I mean, it's only preseason, but he hasn't looked too great. But we will see. He's a rookie. He's got a couple years. Hopefully to develop um, new coach for sure can definitely help. Um, they got David Johnson, who I think is going to have an elite season this year running the ball. He past couple of years he's been a he's been a force in the backfield, and then he got hurt two years ago. So he's kind of last year coming off the injury, the team was kind of in flux, and he's kind of their only offensive weapon. So I feel like David Johnson will quietly have a good season. 
but the the Cardinals are still going to finish last. And then you have the defending NFC champs in Los Angeles Rams. Also have the Seahawks, and you have the 49ers. Um, let's talk about the Niners for a minute. So the Niners are in their second – no, they're in their third year of their their coach. Yeah. Right, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, second, second year, Jimmy G. Basically first, though. Basically his first. He tore his ACL last season, very early in the season. Um, I mean, I still feel like the Niners will be third in that division. Their defense. Yeah. I is... feel like they could potentially finish second. Hmm. That's it, kind of a bold take. I, I feel like everyone is forgetting about like how Jimmy G is. Like obviously he's coming off of the ACL, but like he went undefeated when he got traded from the Pats in that one year. And then he was looking okay last year before he uh tore his ACL. So <laughs> I feel like everyone always forgets like how like good he was and how good he can be. That's true. Um, they also have a lot. They have a crowded backfield this season. They got Matt Breida. They got Tevin. They have uh, they have, have Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon. He he's expected to miss some time in the beginning of the season, and they'll probably work him in a little bit because he just, he's coming off of an ACL too. And they also have one of the top tight ends in the league in George Kittle, who this year could flourish with Garoppolo throwing him the ball if Jimmy G gets back to form. But, I mean, Jimmy G, he was, he's nice. He's not, not get me wrong. He's a very good quarterback. I would take him back in New England in a heartbeat. But, I mean, I was listening to the radio the other day, and they're saying that he's like 28. He has played less than 10 career games in the NFL and he's gotten hurt a couple times and he got a shit ton of money. So obviously they believe in him. And I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, Kyle Shanahan will finally have his quarterback back this season. So it should be interesting to see how they do. Their defense is, is decent. They got Richard Sherman for the season as well. He's a top corner. Their linebackers are still pretty good. Um, they have a couple of receivers that are question marks in Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin. But if Jimmy G can get to Jimmy, if Jimmy G can be the quarterback everyone expects him to be, I feel like they could quietly be a solid team in the NFC West. And then that leads us to the Seahawks and the Rams. Um, the Seahawks are the Seahawks. I mean, they're kind of Russell Wilson led as he goes that that offense goes. Um, they don't have Doug Baldwin anymore, who retired last season. And they drafted DK Metcalf, who's going to miss some time to start off. He had knee surgery. He had surgery on, I believe it was his knee or something like that. So he's going to be out, out for quite some time. Um, they got Chris Carson in the backfield, who it's supposed to be pretty solid yeah, this year. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of Carson. They're going to be like pretty run heavy this year. Definitely. Uh, I mean, Wilson still puts up solid numbers. He's like in the MVP discussion a lot, it seems. But it's kind of a one man show on offense there. 
And their defense has kind of taken some hits the past couple years, losing Sherman, losing Thomas. The whole Legion of Boom's kind of depleted. So kind of rebuilding the defense there. And I could see the Seahawks definitely finishing second or potentially third if the 49ers kind of flourish this season. I think the 49ers will finish over them. Even the Seahawks, like the last few years, I've been like down on them. They prove me wrong every single time. So who knows? That's true. I mean, they were a wild card team last year. Went to Dallas and lost. So yeah, who knows? barely who knows? two. That was a close yeah. game. That was a very interesting game. Um, the no having no kicker kind of fucked them. Yeah. But that's whatever. <laughs> Pete Carroll. That's how you. That's a Pete Carroll team, I guess. Um, and then you got the Rams, who were the second best offense all season last year, and down the stretch, down the playoffs, they kind of they kind of faded. Um, they have uh, arguably the third best coach in the league, and Sean McVay, I would say, up and coming. He'll up eventually and coming. be like the consensus number one. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but the Super Bowl. They laid a friggin' egg. I mean, they got three points after being one of after being the second highest offense in the league. You go out in the Super Bowl and put up three. Mm-hmm. So that kind of just shows how excellent Bill is in preparation and how good the Pats are when you give them two weeks to prepare for you. But the Rams this year, um, I feel like they'll still be solid. Uh, Jared Goff is entering his. Third. Fourth, is it? Fifth. It's his fourth season. It might be. I yeah, mean, you might be right. I thought um, it was his third for some reason. No, I think <laughs> this is his fourth because his, his rookie year he kind of sucked, and then his first year with McVay he uh, got a little better. Yeah, and last yeah. year was his third. So I mean, fourth year Jared Goff, he has a head on his shoulders. He seems to be uh, proven that he can be a good QB in this league. But he's also very young. Yeah, he has a lot um, of weapons around him, too. He has a lot of weapons, and they are getting they are getting uh, Cooper Cup back, and they have Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks. I feel like that's the best receiving core yeah. in the whole league. Yeah, for sure. The best Overall, trio, yeah. They got Josh Reynolds, who's a dark horse sleeper fourth receiver who was solid in Cup's absence. They have two tight ends who can be reliable when they need to be, and uh, Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. They're not like the flashy guys, but I mean, in McVay's offense, he kind of make anybody the way his, his, he's an offensive minded coach. So they can definitely, uh, definitely perform to how they should. And then they got Gurley, who is an elite running back, but his knee is definitely a red flag in my mind. Gurley? Yeah. Yeah. It- yeah, he is a big X factor. Um, um, he's got to stay healthy, but yeah, they also have other backs there in Malcolm Brown, and they drafted Daryl Henderson too. So if something were to happen to Gurley, I think they would be okay in that um, aspect. And then obviously they have their three nasty wide receivers, and their defense is insane. They added Eric Weddle, so yeah, yeah I my pick for the. For the West is the Rams, obviously, and yeah. three are the same. They're the I best agree of, with you on that. I think that they're the best team in the NFC. They uh, could. 
they could be. They have the potential to be the best team. I'm in the Saints for sure. Um, but I feel like there's still going to be a little bit of regression with the Rams. But I definitely yeah. would pick yeah. the Rams. The Rams, yeah. And, I'm sure everybody in the world is going to pick the Rams unless yeah. you're a dumb idiot. But um, Their favorite to win the division, if you look at the odds on it, the Rams are minus 180. Seahawks plus 285, San Francisco plus 500, and then the Cardinals plus 2,500. So Cardinals have no shot. <laughs> take take a flyer on the Cardinals if you really want to. Yeah. Um, don't put a lot of money on that. Put a dollar, <laughs> yeah. win 25. Um, but yeah, definitely the Rams for sure. That would be my pick for the NFC West, and that's your pick as well. Um, all right, so now we've touched on all the divisions touched on every team a little bit, touched on the division winners. So now let's move on to our playoff picks. For this, we should just say what we think the conference championship matchup is going to be, and then we can do a Super Bowl pick off that. So I'll start, or if you want to start, we can. Um, we're doing defensive rookie of the year first. Oh, no, playoffs. Oh, playoffs. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's Super say Bowl let's pick. yeah let's do like final four of let's do the two co- two conference championships and then the Super Bowl. All right. Um, you can start it off. All right. Um. So my NFC championship pick is this is this can definitely change over the season. This is kind of just early early predictions. It's obviously going to change, but. I would say I'm going to go with the Packers and Saints. And I'm going to give the Saints the edge to move on to Miami, Super Bowl 54. On the AFC side, this may come as a shocker, but I'm going to go Pats Chiefs again. Um, and this time the game will be in Gillette. And I mean, yeah, until that, as long as Brady and Belichick are together, you kind of gotta pick the you Pats. You pretty much can't bet against the Pats. Exactly. Um. So that means that my Super Bowl would be Pat Saints. This is something that we've been teased for the past couple of years, and I think. This year, we will finally get it, and we'll have an all-time Super Bowl. This is going to be much, much, much better than the uh, Super Bowl last year. I feel like it'll be a lot high, more high-scoring. And, I mean, like yeah. you said, you got to give the Pats um, again. So, for my for the NFC, I'm going to go Eagles versus the Rams. Um, I feel like those two are like definitely the top two teams in the NFC Ooh. right now going into the season, and in that game, I'll probably give the edge to the Rams. I feel like it's hard to bet against the Rams right now with the the I think they have the best overall team in the NFC, and then for the AFC, I'm gonna go Pats versus the Texans. 
Yeah, I feel like the Chiefs will definitely see some regression. Um, That's Texans. They, I don't. I could definitely see them like um, being in the AFC Championship, but for shits and gigs, I'm gonna go Texans. Um, Deshaun Watson has been lighting it up throughout his wow. uh, short career, so I feel like he'll definitely keep that going. And he's got uh, pretty good wide receivers as well. And their defense is better than the Chiefs, in my opinion. So, uh, Texans versus Pats. Um, And then I'm going to go Pats over the Texans to go to the Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, you can't bet against the Pats. They're always in it. So, so I think it'll be a Super Bowl rematch. Um. Hopefully more high scoring this time. Uh, and I'm going to give the edge to the Rams, unfortunately. Yes. I'm going to put my bias opinion aside. As a, as I said before, wow. I think that they're like clearly the best team going into the season. So, And I feel like it will be a revenge game right there. So I'm going to go Rams. Yeah. McVay will actually be prepared this right. time and won't yeah. be so now that so they've been there like they know jaw dropped and awe over seeing it. Bill across the sideline. Um Yeah. And they'll hopefully have Cup healthy this season, which I mean if they had all three receivers last year in the Super Bowl, who knows how that would have gone. Um, all right, so we both have the Pats going to the Super Bowl. I have them beating the Saints, right. and you have them losing to the Rams. So, very interesting. Yeah. Very, uh, both one-sided in the AFC, just the AFC so, so top-heavy. NFC is more of a wide-open conference, and I feel like this would be the first time the Super Bowl all has right. had a yeah. repeat I wonder when the last time that even was. In as long as I remember. So that, we'll look that up. We'll put that on the next podcast or something to look forward to next episode. Mm. Um, that'd be very cool to see. And hopefully it'll be much more high scoring. Whatever it, it is. Very last boring. Super Bowl, not going to lie. It was, obviously we're Pats fans and we loved it. But I mean, we wanted uh, high scoring. The over was set at like 58 points. And it ended up going nowhere close. So it's thirteen to three. Pats got the sixth ring. Hopefully the Pats will be there again this season. We both have them going there. Um, I have them beating the Saints. We have them losing to the Rams. So I mean, it's the NFL season. Anything can happen. Um, all right, let's move on to defensive rookie and defensive player of the year. All right. And My defensive rookie of the year is Devin uh, Bush, the linebacker the on the Steelers. Um, he The Steelers traded up to get him at uh, the 10th pick, so he's obviously going to be a big part of the defense. Um, he's replacing Shazier, so he's going to have to like live up to um, his potential. And then uh, he's also, like, one of the faster linebackers in the league. He ran a 4.43 at the Combine, and the average linebacker runs 4.65. And uh, he plays with a lot of pop, 
So, yeah, I'm going him. Devin Bush. Not a bad pick. And if you actually look at the odds, he is plus 500 right now to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. So that's a solid pick. I feel like that's the, he's the favorite right there. Um, all right, my pick is going to be Greedy Williams, rookie cornerback on the Browns. Um, he was drafted in the second round. He was at Louisiana State last season. Um, I feel like the Browns are yeah, solid. He should have gone higher too. I think he just like part of that. I think he fell because right um, like some off the field so, stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so I mean, add another another little uh, thing to the pot right there for the Browns. But my defensive rookie of the year is Greedy Williams, and if you look at the odds, he's plus four thousand, so it's worth a shot. Dark horse pick. Um, he could be an integral integral part of the Browns' success this season. Offensive. Um, all right, let's wait, go to offensive ro- oh, wait. player of oh, the wait, year. Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. My bad. Oh, offense. All right. Uh, my okay. defensive player uh, of the year is J.J. Swat. I'll let you go first. Um, he kind of had a down season last year, so he's going to want to have revenge Ooh. on that. Uh, he's obviously one of the best defensive ends in the, in the league um, on a good defense as well. And... Um, Aside from the last two seasons, he's played 16, or not the last, I think it, he played 16 last year, but the two before that, he's played, uh, other than the last two years, he's played 16 games, so he's normally healthy for the most part, so I feel like he could definitely get that done. So, I'm going J.J. Watt. Not a bad pick. Um, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here, and I'm going to pick Leighton Vander Esch, linebacker on the Cowboys. Um, he'll be an integral part of Dallas Wing Division. Like I said earlier, he was a sophomore, and he was a rookie last season, so he's entering his sophomore year. He kind of took leadership of that defense, and I feel like he's going to flourish in that role. He'll be the top linebacker for Dallas to be the top linebacker in the, in the league. Quiet, quietly get it done. Um, not a lot of talk around him. And if you look at the odds on that, J.J. Watt is plus 800 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Vander Esch is plus 3,300. So kind of a dark horse pick, but... I feel like the guys who you don't expect always win these awards, it seems. So, like a flyer with Vander Esch. Uh, all right, let's move on to offensive all right. rookie. You of can start the this year one off. 2019. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like I'm going to pick Josh Jacobs. Rookie running back for the Raiders. He's ready to take over the starting role. Um, the Raiders are going to have a lot to prove this year. It's going to make or break season for them. And I feel like he's ready to 
um, to take the reins with that offense. Last year, Saquon was Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I feel like this year it'll be another running back. My so rookie of the Josh year is Jacobs also Josh Jacobs. Um, he was taken 24th overall for a reason. They're going to use him a lot. Nice. A lot of people had issues with him going so high. Um, he was also like a backup at, at Alabama to um, what's his name? The guy on the Pats that they just drafted. No, um, yeah, Damian Harris. He was a backup to him there. So but Gruden has had Damian like Harris. nothing but good things to say about him and that he wants him to win Rookie of the Year, and he's going to put him in a position to win that. So I'm going Josh Jacobs as well. Nice. Like that, we both agree on that. And if it's the odds, the... Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs, is plus 750. Second to Kyler Murray. Obviously, he's the quarterback there. So, Josh Jacobs, look out for him in Oakland. And he will be a – definitely should be in the in the main of uh, Offensive Rookie of the Season, Rookie of the Year. Um, all right, let's take a look at Offensive Player of the Year. So this is kind of an interesting pick, and I'm going to take a flyer and say, Julio is he going to put up 2K yards? I think he's going to ball this <laughs> season. He's going to he's going to put up 2K. He's going to get over 120 receptions, and I feel like he'll put up finally get over the hump. Put up 10 touchdowns this season. He's on a good team on the Falcons, who should turn it around this season, has a good quarterback thrown to him. Um, like we've mentioned before, they don't really play a lot of cold games. They play 13 games in the Dome, so that'll help him with his stats. And um, Julio Jones is an elite receiver. He's going to establish himself as that. Can't go wrong so with that pick. Offensive player of the year um, is going to be Julio I'm going to go Jones. Juju. Um. There, there's going to be a million more targets available to him with A.B. and Jesse James gone. Um, he's going to be the number one wide receiver this year, so that will definitely help him out a lot. And um, even with A.B. there, he's put up like num- wide receiver one numbers every single year, so he can only expand on that. And then um, for stats, um, he was fifth in receiving yards last year and seventh in receptions. Um, and he's had the longest TD the last in both the seasons that he's played of 97 yards. So he does, he's definitely going to get a lot, a lot more luck. So I'm going at Juju. Not a bad pick. Definitely a sleeper pick. And I can't find the odds on it right now, so we'll touch back on that. But I'm sure both of our guys have pretty high odds. So I'm going with Julio, you're going with Juju. We're both picking wide outs with a lot to prove this season. And I definitely have the potential to do so. Um, all right, that brings us to Coach. Are we doing um, MVP? We'll save for Are last. we doing Comeback Player of so, the Year? My coach. All right. 
Yeah, we can do that too if you want. Um, Alright, so my 2019-2020 coach of the year is going to be Frank Reich of the Indianapolis Colts. Last year, the Colts finished 10-6, and and this year I'm projecting them to win their division, and I think they're going to be a force to reckon with in the AFC. Granted, Andrew Luck can stay healthy. So, um, Frank Reich is, this is his second year with the Colts, I believe, and the sky's the limit with him. He's gotten that team pointed in the right direction, and they're poised to make noise in the AFC and potentially threaten um, the past. My pick for so, coach of the year is Bruce Arians. Um, I like him a lot this year. He's a good QB whisperer, so I feel like he can get Winston Ooh. on the right track. He obviously needs to have a an above-average seat well if he wants to stick around as a starter. Um, they also have good offensive weapons. He's more of an offensive-minded coach, so that will help him as well. And I also feel like they'll have a better season than, like, what people are, like, putting them as. I feel like they could be around, like, 500 or a little above. So, I'm going Arians. Not a bad choice. And if you're looking at the betting odds on Coach of the Year, you have Bruce Arians coming in at plus 2,000 and Frank Wright coming in at plus 1,400. Who's number so one? Who's the money, favorite? Some money down on Reich or oh, that's not a bad pick either. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan at plus a thousand, and then Freddie Kitchens plus eleven hundred, and McVeigh plus twelve hundred, Bill Belichick plus twelve hundred, and then Kitchens, um, Reich, Peyton, and Reed are all plus fourteen hundred. Bruce Arians. Is two plus two thousand with Matt Lafleur, Vic Fangio, Matt Nagy, and Dan yep. Quinn and <laughs> Anthony Lynn. So definitely yeah, nothing like there, ever like turns out the way it's, like, it was like planned in the NFL. Great. So both of these guys could definitely shoot up. That's very true. And if uh, if the Bucks, like you said, five hundred, eight hundred. If they finish a little better than 800, they'll exceed expectations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can, yeah, eight and eight. Um, if they go 500, they'll definitely exceed expectations. And I could definitely see him being coach of the year for sure. Do you want me to go first on this one? Um, all right, comeback player of the year. I'm going Earl Thomas. Uh, sure. He's on a, a lot better defense than Seattle is. Um, he got his money finally. Um, he was obviously left on bad terms in Seattle after his injury and flipping off Pete Carroll. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Earl Thomas, and he should he should also he should also be the veteran leader of the defense. So, um, yeah, he's my pick. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with the more square play, and I'm going to go Jimmy G, just based on the fact that he had a very shortened season last year, and a lot of expectations were high. He tore his ACL, 
So this year he's coming back with a vengeance. He's entering second year of his big contract with the Niners. Really his first full season, hopefully. He stays healthy. Um, we both kind of had the Niners as an iffy team in the NFC West, and their success <laughs> will definitely ride on the shoulders of James Garoppolo. Oh, he's a quarterback, so I feel like Philly quarterbacks win this award more often than not. So I am going to pick Jimmy Garoppolo, and his odds are plus 325. He was actually the favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year, and L. Thomas is plus 1,600. So not a bad option if you're looking for some value on that for a reasonable, reasonable pick right there. I like the old Thomas pick. Um, all right, that brings us to MVP. Least brings us to MVP. I'll go first. The big award. It's it's been won by a quarterback the past two seasons, and Mahomes and Brady. Um, for my pick for MVP, I'm going Carson one nineteen. Uh, he's got new weapons in Deshaun Jackson and the running back Miles Ooh. Sanders on top of the weapons that they already had. Um, and it, he's shown capability of that he could win MVP before, so he could definitely repeat that. As long as he stays healthy, obviously that's a big X factor. But as long as he can do that, I can definitely see him winning the MVP. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with Andy Luck of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm very high on Andrew Luck this year. I feel like he's finally, for the most part, going to be healthy after this ankle injury. Let's hope it all goes well. Speedy recovery to that. Hopefully he shouldn't be out for too long, if any time. Um, He's definitely got to stay healthy. The Colts this year are a sleeper team to make the Super Bowl. And Andrew Luck has proven that he can ball out. Um, He's got solid weapons around him and T.Y., a couple other receivers. He has Ebron at tight end, Doyle still at tight end. And he's got a better running back in Marlon Mack. And the Colts, I think, are going to win the division. And Andrew Luck is definitely going to have Andrew sucking fuck luck so my (laughs) Andrew luck yeah definitely a solid choice as long as as his injury goes well like you said um if you look at yeah yeah definitely health is number one honestly for both our MVP picks both have both have injury history so that's going to play a major factor um, if you look at the odds on MVP, you have Carson Wentz at plus eleven. Who's the favorite for that? You have Andrew Luck at plus twelve hundred. So definitely, a, definitely a quarterback-driven award. The favorite is Mahomes to repeat at plus five fifty. Then you have Aaron Rodgers coming in at plus a thousand. Then you got Wentz plus eleven hundred. Luck and Breeze plus twelve hundred. Um, you got Baker at plus eleven hundred. You got Brady yeah, plus sixteen hundred. quarterbacks. So, all the top guys right here are all quarterbacks. So it's definitely a quarterback-driven award. So we both have 
quarterbacks with high potential. I have luck. You have Wentz. So it should be interesting to see. Um, health is definitely yes, sir. Hopefully, the injuries stay away. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode of Happy Hour Sports Talk. Be on the lookout for our second episode, which will be a fantasy football preview coming out early next week. Be sure to follow the boys on Instagram at Justin Keen and at Justin underscore Jordan seven and on Twitter at Justin Keen six and at Justin underscore Jordan seven. Thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Bye.